This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. So I wanted to give you guys a quick lumber update here or building materials update. Um, you know, when I see something new, I want to come out and let you guys know right away. So let's start with lumber. Lumber prices are dropping. Now they're not dropping significantly. It went from 1300 per thousand down to around a thousand per thousand, but that is a pretty significant drop within itself. I feel that that's probably going to continue, but I don't see it happening to the point that we would go back down to what would be like considered a normal like normally prices would probably be around four or five hundred per thousand like if you look at the historical average of lumber but since the pandemic and everything has taken place that lumber price is going to be much higher now the normal price right the the average price and i'm going to assume that it's probably going to be somewhere between five and seven hundred per thousand might even be up around eight hundred per thousand so at a thousand per thousand we're still significantly high but it's come down dramatically and it's gonna happen some more. The only thing that's gonna hold that up is that as these prices come down, we are moving in to the building season. So there's gonna be a lot more demand coming from the builders looking to frame these houses up. That's gonna put pressure on the prices as far as putting them back up again. But just from some of the things that I'm experiencing and some of the feelings that I'm getting watching the lumber prices right now, like I said, I see this thousand per thousand probably dropping under a thousand per thousand and headed towards maybe around 800 per thousand. And that is just a complete guess. The retail prices won't reflect that for quite some time. It takes a couple of months before you actually see the lumber prices moving into the retail, like that drop in retail price. Right now, the retail is incredibly high. I mean, you got to think the lumber futures closed on January 15th at around 1250 per thousand. That's a lot of expensive lumber that's going to be in the system that's going to have to be worked through. This thousand per thousand that we're watching on the lumber futures price, that isn't until March 15th. That's when that contract closes. So even though it does reflect like some of the cash pricing coming out of the mills and what the wholesalers are buying and selling for, by the time it gets all the way to the retail yard, it's going to be it's going to be some time before it gets there. So right now, I have 2 by 4 8 standard and better priced at $10 a piece. This is very expensive. I mean, typically a 2 by 4 8 standard and better would be around $3.5. So at $10 a piece, that that is up there. That's that's pretty expensive. But I do see those prices coming down. Like I said, the retail price should come down following the futures price, so, you know, give it a few weeks. The only thing that would hold that up is that we are moving towards the building season. I mean, you know, by the time March, April, you know, starts kicking in by May, this is when these framers are going to want to be like full tilt boogie trying to get these houses built during the, you know, during the good times, during the good season. So that might keep the lumber prices like that might put a floor under the under the lumber prices as we move into that building season. Now, Let's talk about vinyl windows. Vinyl windows have been like on my radar for the last few months, and it's because it has a three-month lead time to it. And vinyl windows, typically, when I would order a vinyl window, it would take anywhere from 10 days to two weeks to get. The lead time stretched all the way out to three months. That 
is a logistical nightmare when it comes to building a new home. Like, if you have a remodel that you're going to do, you can kind of wait, like, okay, well, we're going to have to wait three months to get the window in in order to remodel, you know, that section of your house or something. But if you're doing a new construction, you're doing a new job. I mean, I was talking with some guys who said that they get their houses dried in in 45 days. I mean, 45 days is a very, I mean, there's people who could probably do it much faster, but 45 days is a very quick turnaround for the time you start framing till the time you're dried in on that house. That's, I mean, the roof's on, the windows are in, that thing is like sealed up to the weather. Now you can start working on the interior of it. But when the lead times on these windows stretched out to three months, it threw a monkey wrench into a lot of people's logistics. I mean, you think about it, like I would tell, you know, framers back in, you know, years ago, it's just like when you get up to the second story and you start framing those second story in, let me know. I'll come out, measure the window openings or, you know, just let me know what the, you know, that you're there and I'll go off the plans or whatever and order your windows. By the time I got the windows to the job site, they would just be finishing up rolling the trusses, putting the roof on. So it was like perfect. They could, you know, they get the roof done and they're back into, you know, putting the windows in and start working on the siding. So it worked out really well. Like, you know, when the framer said, hey, we're on our second story, you order the windows. Well, now you would have to order the windows like two months before you get started. And then there won't be any changes and you better hope that you don't mess it up. Like you didn't frame the openings wrong or that you, you know, misorder the window some way because that's going to add another three months to the, to the project, which is going to be devastating to somebody who's like, say building a spec home or just trying to build a home in general. It doesn't matter if it's a spec home or, or for sale for a custom, for, you know, a custom home. If you add another three months, like you have to postpone your project for three months, that is going to be very damaging. I mean, it's both to the project because you're going to have, you won't be able to weather it in. So there's going to be deterioration to your project. And then there's also going to be, you know, the profit part of things where it's just going to be that much more costly on the project on the bottom line in the end. So having a three month lead time on windows was very difficult. I mean, very difficult to try and work with. Well, I got some confirmations in from some recent windows that I've ordered. I ordered some windows last week. I got the confirmations in, and they have a two-month lead time to them. That's pretty good to go from three months down to two months. Now, it's still not great. I mean, it's not the, you know, it's not the information that we truly want to hear, but it's not bad. I mean, that's showing that there is something happening there. So I talked with some of the other salesmen who had talked with uh, with the rep who, who supplies us with our windows. And the rep was telling them that they had hired a ton of more people, like a significant amount of staff. They upgraded a lot of their equipment and they streamlined their distribution. And between these things, they were able to drop the windows lead time by a whole 30 days, bringing it down to two months. And from what I understand, as these windows, because... Like, all the windows that I've ordered for, like, since December are all scheduled to arrive at the end of March. So I'd imagine by the time March rolls around that we are probably going to be in the quickest lead time that we are going to see in the next couple of months. We may even we may even see it a little bit faster than that. And so I guess what I mean by that is that as we start working through these old orders and the past, you know, shortages that are that are in the system right now, we should be coming into a much more efficient, faster logistics when it comes to getting the materials to the people or to the to the projects. 
And now I think about this. What if the same situation has taken place in a lot of stuff? Not just the vinyl windows, but say in just about anything out there. Well, this happens to coincide perfectly with the Federal Reserve and the raising of their interest rates. So you see how this can change the perception of the people. Like, I tell you, whatever the Federal Reserve does, it doesn't matter what it is. It's six months to a year later before it affects the economy. But they're going to start raising interest rates in March. And immediately, people are going to start feeling the effects of a, of a supply chain that is starting to free up. I mean, this is this could very well take place. This is something that we're going to have to keep an eye on. Because as the narrative out there is going to say, oh, look, the Federal Reserve is fixing the economy and fixing the the issues with all the high prices and the lead times and everything by raising the interest rates, I think that probably would have happened anyway because we're already starting to see it, even before the Federal Reserve has done anything. So this is something that I feel that we should probably keep a really close eye on. And I think the vinyl windows is a great, great indicator of things that could be coming. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.